0: Jaydeep man thanks a lot it's been it's been uh, so much fun just even seeing you so for the others i want to describe how i look at jaydeep right now he has this little grayish tinge on his hair the same old naughty face and he has a beard can you believe it he looks he looks really really regal and really looks like a very serious guy and i'm trying to get used to that uh
1: thanks for coming for having me <laughs> and I think this is this is going to be really nice. I've already heard all the podcasts so far and I'm like uh, totally thrilled. I was even actually, you know, wondering, you know, should I even uh, talk to you? Because I spent like just the first NBBS uh, at JNMC, but I always feel that that was one of the best parts of my life. And I, I, I always, to I time. told you
0: that you probably have more instances and funny, funny things that happened um, because of your usual kidagiri. In one and a really? half years, than most of us actually experienced. Yeah,
1: when Ekambar himself. in his podcast said about his kidas, I was wondering, and I, 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 <laughs> are you sure it is you? Because I thought it was me. Yeah.
0: Uh, so uh, so Jaydeep, let's uh, let's go back to your pre-JNMC. Uh, tell us about <clears throat> tell us about your pre-JNMC
1: days when you came so, to JNMC. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm from Mumbai, as uh, everyone probably uh, knows already born and brought up um, in mumbai and uh, came from a family with my dad uh, being a gynecologist and my mom uh, was a family physician they met them, they met each other in med school and they had a love marriage my dad's from telangana and my mom's sindhi uh, uh-huh. so and we are three siblings i'm the youngest my sister being the eldest uh, she's a gynecologist settled in bangalore in, uh, she's a, she has the department of, uh, infertility and minimal access gynaec at Fortis Banargatta. Oh, wow. Okay. And, uh, my brother, he did his ENT residency, but never took up uh, practice. He, my dad started a pharmaceutical business because my dad did a lot of research in Ayurveda. He's an MD gynaec uh-huh. in modern medicine, but he also studied Ayurveda before that. So he has the unique distinction of being a university, Mumbai University teacher in both the fields, Ayurveda and Allopathy, and an examiner for both. And uh, he came from a very humble background. You know, He shifted from Telangana at the age of 12 to Mumbai alone. He didn't know anybody here in Mumbai. And he used to stay in a temple, in the Tirupati Balaji temple, whose priest was from our village. So he kept uh-huh. him there in the temple. And my dad used to study under a street lamp. And uh, then eventually started taking tuitions for school children and managed to get his fees and did his uh, Ayurveda because he didn't get admission to MBBS because he was underage. Uh And then he finished his Ayurveda and then joined MBBS. And this was, uh, where was this? In Grand Medical College in Mumbai. Okay. Absolutely. And then he met my mom in med school and then uh, they decided to get married. My mom was a Sindhi. My dad was uh, Telugu speaking. They they could only speak in Hindi. That's why we spoke Hindi at home uh-huh. and I never picked up Telugu, but I picked up Sindhi because that was my mother tongue. Yeah. And uh, luckily for me, I, I speak that language and, and, you know, hence I speak a lot of other languages of the Western part of India uh-huh. because of uh, that upbringing. And then I grew up in uh, Prabhadevi. That's one of the areas in Mumbai known for the Siddhivinayak temple. And in those growing years, Suraj Gurao and me, we grew up together. We lived in the same building. I
0: remember yeah. you were inseparable at that time. Yeah, always yeah. Together. So we, were,
1: we were roomies and yeah. uh, third, third roommate was Rahul Seth. So I, our school was massive. Our school was like India. It was uh-huh. like mini India. Each class used to have like 70, 80 kids and we had 10 divisions in every standard. So when we wow. graduated, 10 sections, like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, yeah, yeah G, J, A to J. Wow. So when we graduated <laughs> 10, 10 standard. We were like some 750 kids who passed out, you know? So we had like so many friends. Yeah. Like was, I was always, uh, you know, surrounded by people. I was always surrounded by obviously a lot of girls. What is the name of that, this school? Like, It's King George. It used to be King King George. George. Now Uh it's called uh, Indian Education Society's uh, V N Sule School. You know, Uh but back in the days, it used to be called King George because it was inaugurated when King George the Fifth had come to Mumbai. Uh So that is some of the. It's one of the oldest schools in the state. In Mumbai, yeah, in the state of Maharashtra. Uh-huh. So that was that. And then after that, I went to Jaipur for my PUC one, to what you call PUC, we call 11, F Y J C S Y J C. And then, you know, uh, we were trying to get into medicine. And uh, like I said, me and Suraj, we were in the same, uh, we, same inclination. And we decided we have to take up medicine. And then the day came, we missed our, uh, you know, admission out here in open merit. Uh-huh. And, Along with Rahul said of course, and likes of Shekhar Datar and Vallabh Uppasni and yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. All those guys, you know. So You guys came to JNMC. Landed up in uh, JNMC.
0: So, did you all know each other before? You, I know that you and knew Rahul, Suraj.
1: Yeah, Rahul was my classmate in uh, UC1 and 2. Like SYJC and SYJC. So, yeah. I knew Rahul and Suraj. So, that's how we three patched up and became roommates or okay. roomies in belgaum
0: Yeah.
1: But I didn't know most of them. Shekhar the and Vallabh,
0: you didn't know? hmm Okay. Um, so you came to JNMC and you already mentioned that you and Suraj and Rahul were roommates, right? Yeah, and in, we landed
1: up in Karnataka. In Karnataka, six, that's right. <laughs> room number six, Karnataka. And we were like, you know, a small well-knit uh, group of uh, first MBBS guys, uh, you know, holding one wing of Karnataka because the rest of it was all pharmacy.
0: Pharmacy. So you did not have the seniors to come down and rag you all the time. They were visitors. No, but
1: we used to still be called to Sangam every night. We used to be called to Charaka every night to get screwed by them. Uh-huh. And uh, then even across uh, across <laughs> the road, there used to be this small joint across the hospital. I don't know. It used to have this small garden and there used to be only fast food served there. I forget the name. Bank Is it high? Of- no, no, not highway. Bank Opposite highway. It used to be a fast food joint and the likes of uh, David Bide, Marblesh, uh, Sampath, they used to all hang out there in the mornings uh-huh. for their tea and breakfast and stuff. You know? uh-huh. I, so I remember definitely I- getting ragged there very often.
0: You probably attracted a lot of uh, seniors because
1: no, there was a, there was a, yeah that no there was this one incident so it was like you know ADN BC for me in Bengal we, we, we were all told to maintain a low profile being Bombayites you know yeah. like because you guys think that you are very smart and stuff like that uh-huh. so but then one fine day when there was the election time and there was campaigning and I don't know if you remember Anil Patel had stood up for the elections and yeah 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 they, uh-huh. And we were having this uh, election propaganda in our dissection hall. And suddenly out of the blue, Giri Malanavar came and slapped me in the dissection hall.
0: I remember and, that. Yeah, yeah. Why was that? I, I don't remember yeah, why though.
1: Yeah. So they were like, uh, you know, this was election <laughs> propaganda going on. And I mean, you know, this is like so weird. You know, they are like guys like I I was like five feet one or two inches back then. I, my height grew in first MBBS, you know, by the time I finished first third, I was five seven and a half. <laughs> Yeah, so, and I was really lean, forty-one, forty-two kilos, uh, uh, guy with uh, clothes on the hanger, kind of a look, uh-huh. with, uh, with a big wig on his head, whatever. And uh, suddenly, like these guys are singing, when all there's some election campaigning going on inside. After taking permission from the staff that they are yeah. going to cam- yeah. campaign, yeah, everybody is singing. Instead of singing, I was whistling to the same tune. <laughs> so he got slapped. So this guy comes from behind, catches hold of my collar, <laughs> so the apron, turns me around, and just starts whacking the shit out of me. And I'm like, what? but I'm like, God, what the hell happened just now? And I, yeah. I got slapped four times, and I'm like, wow. And suddenly I was like, oh, oh. and then uh-huh. you know, once and you got very bag, famous go- after that. <laughs> and after that, yeah. like, every senior like, Giri ne thappad terko mara tha kya? terko usne uh, you have to go to this room tonight. You have to go to that room. Tonight. And then how
0: so, did the tonight? name Kira come and uh, stick on you?
1: Yeah, I, I'm i trying to think, you know. So what happened? Yeah, I, I so I had this back after that incident, because I used to be called here and there and ragged by everyone. you know, Suddenly I threw up one name of one of the seniors who was like a uh, like second or third year called Dina. Uh-huh. Nirurkar, I don't know if you know him. He used to hang out with the Mablesh, Sampat and David and all. And he was from Bombay. He was technically four years senior to us, but he had repeated a couple of years. Uh-huh. years. So he was still in second, third or third, first or something. So I caught hold of one of my friends from Bombay and he said that, you know, you go and talk to Diana. he'll help you. Uh-huh. So I Anybody who used to try to rag me has to say I'm Diana's friend.
0: Uh-huh. Had you met him before that?
1: No, never. I didn't even know what he looked like, you know. So that's how I think the name came, you know, because I was uh, misusing. And then one day he found out that Uh there's this guy who was like constantly using his name. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then he called me to that place across the road, you know, which I was talking about Uh earlier. And then there was David and Raji uh, sitting there, you know, David's girlfriend Raji. Uh Aha, Raji, yeah. Yeah, so, they were all sitting there and they were ragging. And I was constantly looking at Raji because I found her very attractive. Uh-huh. And these guys are ragging me. And, you know, imagine David, Mahablesh and all are ragging me. And I'm looking at that woman, you know.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I'm like, okay. that that's, that's probably how the reputation got on. You know, like this guy is always up for trouble.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and there are many instances I remember many, many. about you when we moved to... Um, <laughs> I Chana think China Kiaha still. Yeah, yeah.
1: That had I so much. Even, even a dissection table, you know, I was 91 roll number. So that was the midpoint of the class, 1 to 90 and 91 to 180. So people used to like, whenever it's to stand up and say 91 with a baritone in my voice. Yeah. People used to think that there's some big guy who's going to stand up, but they, they would struggle to look in.
0: Look around and, and then you know, that is, there is thing. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you always had this voice even in first. Yeah, yeah, yeah in the yeah.
1: first year, right? So we had a we had a good fun table. Me and then ninety two was Papni, then Rasik Patel, Tejas Patel, Manoj Patil, and then there was this other short Patel, Sachin Patel or something. His name was Small Patel. Uh-huh. Then ninety seven was Dipali, ninety eight was Pavitra, ninety nine was Pramila ninety nine was Pedram, and hundred was Pramila Kolu.
0: You remember all these things because from 101 yeah, yeah. was my table. So we were just next to table. each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: We were next to each other, 101. Um, you were 103,
1: hun- if I'm not mistaken, 103 or 104 or something.
0: I think I was 100 and probably... Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so there was a lot of started. lot of Kida in the dissection hall, you know, that I remember very distinctly.
0: You remember I used to cut the anatomical parts and put it into pockets or, yeah. uh, or things like yeah, that. So, yeah, we
1: like, were uh, right next to each other, you know. Yeah. The only guy who used to dissect on a table was Pedram. Pedram yeah. did the dissection for the whole class, I believe. He, he did,
0: yeah. Because we used to mess up and go and see his dissection.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we had this really shriveled up tiny female body which Pedram used to keep cleaning up every day. Yeah. Really we,
0: How was your um, dynamics with um, with your uh, with your table mates? I'm sure.
1: Uh, well, we had a good time. We had an awesome time. Uh-huh. And of course Papni was uh, a bit, uh, you know, different. He used to stay only with Rajasha, if you remember. He was the only guy who were only two in a room and all of us were like three in a room. Three in
0: a room, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Had, he had special so, special service. Yeah, yeah.
1: So he used to say <laughs> that, you know, my 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 PG is the Princey. You know, like, oh yeah. I'm you know, like, the guys, you know. And of course, then there's Rasik and Tejas. Tejas was different again. Tejas had come from California. 68 born and we were like 73, 74 born. Right, yeah. And so he we used to respect him a lot, and you know we used should not fool around with him much, but he was a fun guy to be with, and you know i remember he
0: he that. had that serious face, but he was actually yeah. fun he was very,
1: he was like fun loving and I used to go to his house, he used to stay somewhere behind you know behind the stadium kind of a area I forget the name of the area, yeah, uh, he stayed stay behind the college, and he used to have this kinetic and he used to take me home and then we used to Think of uh, trying to study and all, but we'd never end up studying. You'd make some food and then we just uh, eat the food and come back. You know? <laughs> what yeah. else do you remember
0: about Belgam? Because um, you know, because so you Belgium, took a try-
1: well, lot of uh, first, first, was a lot of ragging, a lot of Karnataka hostel yeah. playing holy there, having Bahang. And,
0: that holy uh, was fun. You
1: know, that was fun, fun. like well, yeah, really amazing. Yeah. Then midnight draggings and these guys used to take us on the highway and make us run behind, behind bikes, their bike their bikes bikes yeah. bikes behind us and <laughs> uh, you know and like I said, the Girimawar incident changed everything for me. you know I, I just forgot about studying and stuff. I was like screw it, I'm gonna fail anyways because now that I'm in the uh, my name is in the red diary of uh, Giri. Giri nobody passes yeah. because all the seniors who tell me now that Giri is uh, you you've got a chatty <laughs> with Giri you forget your transfer and all I was like okay fine I'll be transfer me on will let the kya karega uh-huh. like, chuck it you know uh-huh. and then I started drinking and smoking by the time I went to first second and uh, movies and going out and doing all sorts of crazy things having parties and tits and uh, you know, that Umboli picnic that we had.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, that was the first first, first yeah.
1: First, yeah, first well, second. First second I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And then by the time we came to first third the Malaysians and the junior batch came in. Yeah. And we had some Malaysians in our batch and
0: Did you try to rag any of them? Because I would have thought you Yeah, would have we we
1: ragged them. everyone. In fact there was this thing in <laughs> Chanakya, you know. Uh, we had decided in the room that whenever we call the junior to a room, they yeah. knock the door and we would all sit inside. And yeah. I would I would say who's it in my voice and when we opened the door, Sachin Chetty would stand in front of them, you know, or Chetty would stand. So that <laughs> it scare the shit out of the juniors. You know, like, you know, your voice in Sachin Chetty's body, or you know, Boss or Manish Jain or somebody or Aul Set or they, those guys would stand in front, so that the junior doesn't know who actually spoke, but they yeah. see the body and get petrified. <laughs> so like, tu, tu aage
0: nahi <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's well, awesome well, that was awesome and then the last last thing I remember just before the exams if you remember you know there was this incident when there was this guy called Sunny Coop, who was our senior yeah 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 in charaka he Uh and some other guy came drunk to to our uh, room
0: to our chanakya and then we we locked the we locked
1: locked the The door so (laughs) me no so me unni and chanka or raj Raj jyoti chankakuti were studying upstairs in the junior's room because they had gone for their vacation then we used to have this uh, bijoy's room keys Uh and we used to stay in bijoy's room so me and yeah, so me and Raj used to have this uh, pipe of ours because we had no money to buy cigarettes. So we used to stuff the same old tobacco and just keep rotating it again and again and keep smoking the same <laughs> shit. And um, and then suddenly out of the blue, some two guys from Charaka come and start ragging us. And we uh-huh. like, "What the hell is wrong with you? We are in first third. We are not yeah, like yeah, first. Yeah. because they thought it is their room, you know. Uh-huh. So they were drunk. They didn't know that we are first third. Yeah. So then, uh. Only came to our room and said, these guys are ragging me and all. So, we took hockey sticks and we ran after them. Yeah. And the next thing I remember, I am the only one running. We all got out of the hostel and followed them up to Charka with hockey sticks. And the next thing I know, I am the only guy in Charka. Everyone else came in. (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) And those guys, you know, just just shut, shut the shutter, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And locked the screen. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, Abika and there was this guy who was in third third. And he was a, yeah, he was a localite and his father was one of the trustees I forget his name now. Some something about some Anna Sahib. Anna, Anna, Sahib. Anna, Anna. No, not, not Anna, Sahib also. This guy was even senior to him. Anna, Sahib was one-batch senior. Third, oh, okay. okay. One-year senior. Anna, Sahib was Anil Patel's batch, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. This guy was even more senior. And this guy comes and just catches hold of me on my collar and tells me that, dude, you're from Mumbai, right? I said, yeah. You want to take a transfer after first third like most Mumbai people do? I said, yeah. So, if I break your right hand, are you a righty or a lefty? I said, I'm a righty. If uh-huh. I break your right hand, you won't be able to write your exams, right? So that means you will never get a transfer. You'll suffer here for the rest of your MBBS. I said, yeah. So, he said, do you want me to break your right hand now? I said, no. So, he's like, why? Why are you uh-huh. <laughs> so many trees in your house? Why do you do this all? Uh-huh. I said, I had to save my friend's family. But all of them are gone. I'll do this. I'll do this. I've seen it. There's no one behind. That <laughs> <they> <laughs> keadu, <right>? yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm almost certain that we all can talk at least for a, for an hour just on I just I have on have your time in JNMC. We need to
1: go on. Otherwise, no, no, we'll, 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 we'll go ahead, move ahead. I
0: said, uh, you know, I had, I had told you before that we need to have two podcasts, Palip the Kida and Palip the Doctor. I so we'll have, have to try and mix it together. Right? <laughs> So you moved out of JNMC and yeah. talk, talk to us briefly about, I know that you went, did you go to Grants or? Uh,
1: no, I went to KEM. I went to GS Medical College, which was okay. supposed to be and still is the number one medical college in Mumbai and Maharashtra. Okay. And I went there and uh, it was good. It was really a, a good experience. I found more kidas like me out there also, to my surprise. Uh-huh. I really thought that, you know, I'll find only studious people there, but I was uh, sadly mistaken. I found people just like me out there as well. So I you had continued, a lot of fun there too. Yeah. So I continued not to study and just barely pass every time uh-huh. till the third, till, till the root shock that I got in second MBBS that I got one KT, you know, in Pharmac. And I was like, wow, after coming to the best college in Mumbai, I managed to get a KT. You know? <laughs> what is like, a KT? Like, like keeping term. So you go to oh, third okay, first okay, and okay. you, you, you have to term? repeat your okay. sub. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, KT, yeah. KT, KT, allowed to uh-huh. keep term. Like, yeah. So I'm like giving Pharmac in my third first and I'm like, I was better off in Belgium. I used to study more in Belgium, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine, forget it. Yeah. So then that's when I realized that, you know, this is enough of fooling around. <clears throat> and I, I, I used to stay like uh, less than a kilometer away from the college. Uh-huh. But I was staying in the hostel. Then I just wrapped up my bag, baggages and went home. Uh-huh. And then I, uh, I studied decently well in 3rd mbbs to get decent marks, uh, because we used to get uh, post-graduation based on our subject marks okay. and uh, the turning point was, you know, after I finished my internship, um, uh, uh, I was on the wait list because, uh, open merit seats were not uh, enough for me to make the cut in the first lot. Uh-huh. And, uh, I was like, all right, all right, so let's do some rural service because there, we had this new rule of rural service starting. And if you have to do one, if you do one year of rural service, you automatically get post-graduation uh, according to that merit list. Okay. It's going to be enforced from the next year onwards. So I said, ah. let me at least start off. But in the middle of my rural service, uh, which was also a very crazy thing, uh, the rural service part, because it was in a tribal area, it was really bad. And it was an eye opener how people uh, really struggle in tribal areas in our, uh, in rural India. Yeah. Uh, I I, I really worked hard there as a, as a medical officer there. But in six months time, I got a call for the odd batch and I was getting a seat for, uh, in the counseling. I was getting a gynec, I was getting uh, radiology and I was getting surgery and my dad being a gynec, my sister already had become a gynec. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to do gynec. Actually, that was my first choice. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I have been baptized in blood. I used to attend deliveries and cesarean sections when I was a kid in first first grade and second grade. I had my own scrubs. Wow. I had my own cap mask. My dad had a nursing home. So I used to go and watch deliveries. And, uh, you know, that's probably also the affinity for females. You know, that's where it comes from. <laughs> I be saying that. But yeah, I guess uh, I, was, I was used to seeing blood all the time. Yeah, And I used to like it, you know. So I had to take a surgical branch. So I was like, okay, Gyanak is a given. But at that point in time, I was getting a DGO and I was getting a DMRD and uh-huh. I was getting MS in surgery. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, I called my dad that time mobile was a, mobile phones were a rarity. It had just yeah. come out in the market and they were very expensive. And that day my dad said that because you're going for your counseling, you carry my phone and in case you have any trouble, call you me. give me yeah. a call on the landline uh-huh. at home. So I called him, you know, I said, these are the three choices I'm getting. What do you think I should do? So, the line got disconnected. So, I was like, okay, uh, there's something wrong. So, I called up again. I said that the line got disconnected. I was asking you. He said, no, the line didn't get disconnected. I hung up on you because I don't want you to tomorrow come and tell me that I did this because you told me to. You better figure it out now and don't ask me. Very wise
0: man. Yeah,
1: wise man. I said, all right. And then I had like 10 minutes before my number was being called out and I was deciding like you know if i if I go and take Kynac inside radiology was something which I was not really keen because there was no patient contact yeah yeah, yeah. and there's no satisfaction so I thought that radiology is not my thing yeah and I, I was like okay dr pilot you know in 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 this city my dad is very famous in the yeah. k circles uh-huh. and yeah, know my sister was also very famous because she was from km yeah she was an achiever she was a gold medalist and you know blah 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 uh, like, you know, if I continue doing the same thing, they'll say that, yeah, hey, Dr. Paalev ka hai, Manisha Paalev ka bhai hai. Uh-huh. Uh, like, I can't do this and I have to get out of this thing. I took up surgery. Oh, wow. I mean, not that I didn't so, like surgery, but it was never my first choice. Yeah. But then once I took up surgery, I had absolutely no regret because I just started loving it. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it was nobody else's business. And uh, I did well in my MS I did my residency in Nair. That's where I met Aditya again. Aditya was doing pathology at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then when I finished, Ravi joined uh, plastic surgery and I was a lecturer in uh, general surgery. So I met people from JNMC once again, you know, and then (laughs) Rasik and G1 and all had come down to do their internship in KEM. Uh They did their internship with us. Yeah. So that was also good.
0: And then how did you end up becoming a laparoscopic or robotic surgeon? You were one of the pioneers in the country,
1: right? I think, yeah, robotic surgery. I'm the first guy to perform uh, GI robotic surgeries in India in 2009. And that was like a a really good break. You know, what happened was after I finished my MS, I spent one year in senior residency trying to learn basic laparoscopy Mm -hmm. um, in a public hospital. And then my boss sent me to Bordeaux. In France for three months for an, you know, for a fellowship kind of a thing. Uh, of course, I was not allowed to operate, but I used to get to assist. And I yeah. saw a lot of advanced uh, GI laparoscopy work there and I assisted a lot. And I thought that this is what I want to do. And I continued, uh, I hope that I would come back and do that. But when I came back and tried to do that in a public hospital setup, it was not, the equipment was infrastructure was inadequate. Yeah. And I wasted all my uh, um, skills that i had learned there. I just could not implement them, you know. And by by 2004 or five, I decided to go into private practice. And then I realized that I'm just another general surgeon, you know, who who wants to do laparoscopy, but who's just able to do some basic laparoscopy like yeah. a gallbladder or an appendix. And I was not happy, you know. I was like this is not what I want to do. This is not. by that time I was already married. I already had Niyarika, my first child, uh, our first child. And she she was born in 2003. Towards the end of 2003, I was married early in 2003 in February. Uh And I was a um, lecturer in a public hospital earning just 14000 bucks, and trying to run a household. Me and my wife, we were both similar. We were earning similar pays and trying to run a household in Mumbai. But I was not happy being a general surgeon. And I said, I I need to do something else. So that's when I started applying for uh, fellowships again. And one of my friends helped me uh, get an interview with a guy in Italy, uh, who's now the chair of UIC in Chicago, Piero Giulianotti. And he was a pioneer robotic GI surgeon in uh, Europe. Uh And uh, he uh, interviewed me in a physical interview. He had come to Calcutta for a conference. That's where I met Shabir Alam for the conference. This was in 2006. Uh-huh. Many years after we got out of JNMC, yeah, 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 it was a great pleasure meeting Shabir back then, and we, you know, we hung out for quite a while and spent a lot of time chatting. But I went to that conference. I didn't even register for that conference, you know, Ragu, because I didn't have the money to register for the conference. I, I only borrowed money to take a go flight ahead. to go there from a friend of mine who uh-huh. bought, who lent me money to just fly out. It's not that I didn't, uh, you know, I couldn't have asked my parents, but I never took money. You didn't
0: there. want to, yeah.
1: I didn't want to. So I just borrowed yeah. some money and gone to Calcutta just for a day just to get interviewed. And I, he selected me. And yet he, he had interviewed around five, six candidates from across the globe, wherever he had gone to conference, uh, give talks or wherever. Uh-huh. And he selected me for a one-year clinical fellowship in Italy uh-huh. in robotics uh, and advanced laparoscopy in GI. And that's where everything changed for me. By the time I finished in 2007, my skills acquired uh, were uh, to a different level. Yeah, And when when I came back, there was no robot in India. And, you know, I was looking to find a robot. Finally, finally I found out that care hospital in Hyderabad had one robot which was lying idle, Uh bought by a cardiac, bought for a cardiac surgeon by the care group who never used it. Uh That's where I started operating.
0: So you went to Hyderabad and then you started operating. Would you fly in for that?
1: Yeah, I flew in to Hyderabad just to, you know, I used to try and rope in patients from there locally. Uh-huh. And the first person I operated was my own relative from my village in Karimnagar. Oh, okay. And I did an anti- <laughs> So
0: your dad's side.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did an anti-reflux surgery for him. Uh-huh. And uh, he's still doing well and he's still going strong with that one procedure.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And so so you used to go there and tell me about your struggles. How did you establish a robotic so practice? That,
1: after that, again, I had no robot, you know, so I came back to Bombay and everybody knew that I was the pioneer robotic GI surgeon, but they were without a robot and they used to make fun of me, you know, in yeah. any conference. Because every conference they used to call me to give a talk. Yeah. Uh, on the stage, they would talk good about me and behind uh, my back, they would make fun of me. <laughs> He's he the he is the robotic surgeon without the robot. Without the robot. Yeah. And by 2008 uh, and 9, I was so frustrated that I was like, what the hell am I doing, you know? Yeah. And by that time, I started realizing that, you know, I'm still not satisfied by what I'm doing. Because GI surgery is a big field and I need to focus on even narrow down further. Yeah. So I decided to go for bariatric surgery. And, yeah. you know, Reshma, my wife, she, she had cleared her ECFMG and everything. And just before nine eleven, she had applied for fellowships uh-huh, and yeah. she had got shortlisted for UT, UT Southwestern. And That's here, Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's right next to you. And, yeah. uh, and just then when she was supposed to interview, nine eleven happened. Oh no. Yeah. And she, then they didn't call her. Because they were not taking any migrants and yeah. stuff like that. And you know, so she had that bitter memory, you know, yeah. uh, of uh, not being taken up and stuff. And then uh, I wanted to do bariatric surgery and I want to learn bariatric surgery. It was not still famous in India and very few people were doing it. Yeah. So I was like, how do I get into bariatric surgery? Because Italy has no morbidly obese people. So yeah, in my the U.S. has a lot of it. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, how how the hell do I do it? You know, and that's when uh, Reshma wrote to one of uh, the big guys uh, at uh, Beth Israel in Boston, uh-huh. Dan Jones. And uh-huh. he was, before that, he was in UT Southwestern. Uh-huh. And she wrote a very emotional email to him, you know, that, you know, I, I missed out on what I had to do because of 9-11 and I never got my call for a, for the interview. Yeah. And now my husband wants to do this and you were the guy back there in UT Southwestern and now you're here and you're one of the best guys. The least you can do is this much for him, you know? And he actually... He actually gave me a mini fellowship in uh, In bariatric surgery. Yeah, Uh bariatric surgery. And that's where I learned my bariatric surgery. I I used to just assist and I picked up everything from there and I came back and I just started operating. And I was the first guy to introduce bariatric surgery to a public hospital in uh, Western India and we started doing bariatric surgery in Grand Medical College in JJ Hospital because I was honorary there. And we used to do it for free.
0: In public hospitals? Yeah. And you were doing it laparoscopic at that time Lapros- or uh, lapar- laparoscopic? Completely
1: laparoscopic. laparoscopic. By then uh-huh. by then you know I I don't I don't want to sound like I'm boasting but my my skills had gone to a different level. Yeah
0: yeah, yeah. after doing whatever, that fellowship whatever,
1: detail, whatever yeah, yeah whatever I used to do was laparoscopic unless I was forced to convert because of uh, difficulty in anatomy whatever. Uh-huh. Otherwise yeah. everything was laparoscopic including a Whipple. uh uh-huh. Even a Whipple. I, okay yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I've I've done a few laparoscopic Whipples.
0: That's awesome, man. And I mean, what about the Robert Robert in, uh, yeah, in so Bombay? Yeah, finally,
1: finally, what happened was that when I when I, when I finished around five, four or five years of, of practice in uh, laparoscopy here and even bariatrics, and I finally got a break, and I was uh, called uh, to Kokila Dhirubhai Ambani Hospital in two thousand twelve to start the Department of Bariatric Surgery. Yeah, and that was a big corporate hospital, and it was a new hospital, and there was nobody doing bariatric surgery. And they already had a robot. That's where my robotic uh, GI and bariatrics took off from. Uh And then I got to do a lot of cases, Hmm. bariatric, upper GI, lower GI, you name it. And I did it.
0: And I see you had so many seminars and you had a lot of workshops and stuff like that, that I would see on social media at time. Everything,
1: everything. And you
0: were getting a lot of press coverage as well. Absolutely. Um, a lot
1: of press coverage in those five years in Kokila Ben, because of which then I got my next offer at Nanavati hospital. They invited me to join them in 2017 as a director for bariatric and minimally invasive uh, surgery. So two right. departments were given to me completely and, uh, uh, you know, on uh, an offer which I couldn't resist and refuse. Uh-huh. You know? so and you are doing,
0: and you are still at Nanavati right
1: now? I'm still at Ranavati but uh, just this last December in 2019, I gave up my full-time position because I was tired of uh, being uh, bound to one place and I wanted uh-huh. to enjoy f- my own freedom. Uh-huh. So I gave up my full-time practice and now I'm a freelance and I work in multiple hospitals. Okay. Uh, like I had started my career, so I've come a full circle. You know, that yeah. was always my goal and uh, that I always wanted to complete that circle of uh, working in only one place and more working at multiple places and, you know, coming back to my own place. To your place.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> I kind of see this kind of common theme in uh, a lot of our batchmates, you know. Um, mm. We are almost at that kind of crossroads where people are making small shifts in their lifestyle. Um, right. You know, and which is which is kind of very really interesting. It's almost um, you know hitting that age where you have actually achieved what you wanted to achieve. Most of most of us, I think, uh, my
1: high point was this. You know, that last year October, I yeah. I, I was awarded the best bariatric surgeon of India by uh, the Pharma Leaders Conclave. You know, so the Pharma I saw industry, that congratulations. You know, uh, I thought you know, like I I I don't really want to prove myself to anybody now. I I I I got it from an unbiased. Uh, team of people who are not related to So at last the junior
0: to... Palep almost became as big as the senior Palep. No.
1: So my, my my dad now very proudly says that I'm Jedi Palep's father.
0: That is awesome. You know, that yes. is like that is like phenomenal. You know, growing under the shadow of such a giant Absolutely. in Absolutely. medicine and then now coming and them saying, you know, this is my I am his so dad My
1: batchmates my batchmates in KEM knew my family background so they always used to call me Jay Hanumantrao palep Yeah. Like, no <laughs> Yeah. So back then, you know, yeah. and the same guys used to call me Anumantra Palip. Now acknowledge the fact that you are Jaydeep Palep. You are no longer Anumantra Palep.
0: That is awesome. That is awesome. So it is such is a, a you know that kind of that probably gives you more satisfaction than the awards and everything.
1: Than anything else. Than anything. Than right? anything. Because else.
0: that is true peer recognition. That kind of uh, admiration absolutely. from from friends and
1: uh, absolutely, right? absolutely.
0: Tell me a little bit about Reshma. Where did you meet
1: her? So me, I met Reshma in residency at Nair Hospital. Uh-huh. And so she joined a couple of months after me because I was in the odd batch. Yeah. And uh, uh, she was the only girl in our batch and we were all guys. Yeah. And even Suresh was with us, Suresh Nawadgi. So again, uh-huh. there was the JNMC there. Yeah. So, um, so we, we all did a residency together. And we started developing a liking for each other, and we started going around, and you know, then we had a big struggle even getting married because her family didn't want her to get married to a person who was non goan So uh-huh. she's has yeah. And I'm like, I'm like from all over the place, yeah. You know, so even though technically, you know, I'm a brahmin or yeah. whatever uh, for whatever it's worth, uh, but it they, is everywhere. They, yeah, they were like you know, I'm I'm like the vegetarian guy, and she's like a hardcore goan yeah, par na kind of a <laughs> So her, her mother and father were shocked when she said that I like this guy who's a vegetarian from Mumbai uh-huh. and blah blah blah. Like, no yeah, way, God forbid, no way. So we we had our own struggle to even get married, but we uh-huh. eventually did. We uh-huh. worked our way through it. We got married in 2003. Then we had two We had niyarika Then in two years, we had Pratham. Yeah, and uh, uh, I I believe you are aware we yeah. lost come um, You know he was going to turn six, and we lost him in two thousand and twelve in Jan. That was like the lowest point of our lives, and I don't think we can get lower than that. Any, you uh, know, I I I can't uh, imagine a situation for any one of us, or you know, even for a for an enemy, if if you could say so.
0: No, I uh, I'm really sorry you had to go through this, and.
1: Yeah, we Man. were destroyed completely in in, in small, simple words. And, but in a month's time, you know, I, in Jan 2012, when we lost him, it was 3rd of January. And in a month's time, we saw Niharika going into a complete shell, stop talking to anybody. And yeah. It was, it was really bad, you know. And that's where, you know, our, my parents and her parents decided, you know, they told us that, you know, you need to talk, think about Niharika. And that's why we thought about going and having another child. Yeah, and trying trying for another child, and then you know we had Anushka in October. Yeah, and that uh, probably was our best decision that we took in life. And, and I could life.
0: I remember that seeing
1: changed.
0: your pictures of Anushka and Niharika gelling and bonding on Facebook photographs, and that was oh, uh, they,
1: they look identical, you know. They look so identical Anushka, and they look yeah. completely identical. And, and so Niharika kind
0: of changed after
1: after Anushka completely. Yeah. And Anushka does all the same things that Pratham used to do, you know. <laughs> so, that is something which, uh, you know, is so refreshing and heartening. Yeah. Uh, it it gives meaning to our lives. Uh, and
0: and, uh, and Anushka right now should be, should be what, about eight years old, seven, eight seven, years old?
1: She's seven, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. She's, seven, she's second October. So, luckily, we get a holiday every time it's her birthday. Yeah. So she's, she's born on second October, Gandhi Jayanti. Gandhi Jayanti. <laughs> so it's always a holiday for her birthday and she, she proudly reminds us.
0: <laughs> that is so cute. That and is she's so inseparable.
1: Cute. She's inseparable from me, you know. Yeah. she's She's, she's uh, a
0: total daddy's completely, princess.
1: Completely, completely. I and mean, uh-huh. she can turn me around her fingers the way she wants to. Amazing. I cannot say no to her for anything. Yeah. She, what she, about she,
0: she, Yeah. She is, what about uh what about Reshma? She yeah. she
1: Reshma is uh, busy with her practice and yeah. of course it took a big toll on her, but she's okay. She's, she's doing well. She tries to discover herself. We both love to travel, you know, so yeah. traveling yeah. is her thing. She writes a lot of blogs, travel blogs and stuff. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the link one of these days. You can okay. read her blogs. I should. She's a yeah. big blogger on travel and I like to take the pictures so uh-huh. she uses my photographs for her travel that's blog.
0: awesome we should share that you should send that to, I, to I me mean, you know, that is, is, yeah that'll is. be great so we, right.
1: so we have a competition of how many countries we've seen I've seen 33 and she's seen 32
0: uh-huh. and, uh, you're one up yet so far,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, far. I, I, so far I'm on top which is that one country <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know I, I honestly <laughs> I don't even know because there are like different sets of countries which we have yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. not seen and which she has seen and okay so okay but so that's that you know and nyarika yeah. is her own person nyarika's in 12th grade now she's studying for a law entrance exam
0: awesome yeah she she's not following your lawyer. footsteps not she doesn't no, want to no, become no. a doctor in,
1: uh-huh. in eighth grade she already she always told me that she hates blood and uh-huh. the sight of blood and 8th standard she dropped biology and i was like yeah thank god yeah uh, no more doctors freedom yeah. from doctors and she when she said she wants to do law i was most happy Uh And um, I'm glad that she's doing well in her uh, academics and she's always done well. We never had to tell her to study or anything. She's never taken a single tuition class ever in her life. Awesome. And she does stuff on her own. We don't have to tell her anything.
0: And it's kind of refreshing to see some parents who are doctors completely okay with an alternative career path, not engineering or medicine or or something like that. And even rejoicing it.
1: it. (laughs) I'm so glad. And Anushka tells me that I want to become a surgeon like you and I'm dreading my thing, you know, because she watches my YouTube videos and she keeps showing her, uh, so the caretaker who takes care of her while we are at all the blood. Yeah. She she shows her all the YouTube videos on her iPad. And like, this is now there's, now he's going to cut this. Now Uh there's going to be some stapler pins coming here. Now there's going to be some small amount of blood, but you don't worry. Nothing will happen. It stops immediately. <laughs> you know, I've heard her saying these things and I'm like, oh God, not, no no not again. I can see a Jayadip happening here.
0: All you know? commentary.
1: <laughs> she obviously so,
0: has taken after you guys, you know, yeah, you, yeah, are, yeah. you are, you are Resh for that kind of passion already. But
1: luckily, yeah. So she's musically inclined. Uh, uh-huh. So just like me, I, I like to sing. And now I've started, I've joined musical, I mean, singing classes, classical sangeet and, oh really uh, what after, kind of uh, so classical music classical so industani industani classical so anushka uh-huh. has taken classes so i joined the same class as her but yeah. one hour later uh-huh. so we're learning from the same teacher and she's so far better than me i can't remember a damn thing and she just rattles out stuff like it's nobody else's business you know <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> it's, so it's so good cool. it's good fun it's good fun Music. I like to sing. I like to sing. I like to listen to music. I'm right you now reading uh, some book. Uh, I'm reading *Sapiens*. Yeah. What I'm reading. I like to trek. Unfortunately, because of lockdown, it's very difficult. Uh-huh. Uh, photography, trekking, reading, very. Travelling. But listening to music and travelling. So travelling is out right now. Yeah. Whenever it starts again. All
0: very kind of clean fun, and of course Scotch whiskey.
1: Ah, single malt and today I'm having blended, today I'm having scotch. <laughs> so I'm trying to save on some money here. <laughs> and crunch, crunch time, surgeon's not operating, only physicians working.
0: Uh, no, no. So Jaideep, you told that you actually are kind of taking some time for yourself right now, but what are your plans for the next five years, five, ten years? Where do you, do you have any kind of solid plans?
1: Because you have a... Mm-hmm. No solid plans as such. Me and my wife, uh, we Reshma, we are doing a lot of charity uh, right now in the COVID times. We are trying to provide a lot of uh, uh, like N95 masks and uh, PP kits and stuff to all the resident doctors in the public uh-huh. hospital. So that is something which is very close to our heart to try and do charity uh, as much as possible, wherever it's possible, yeah. uh, whatever cause is possible. So even uh, like hand paintings uh, uh, by people in Orissa in a very remote village is something which Reshma picked up uh-huh. and he realized that they are so underpaid for the talent that they have. So we started a fund for that and we're trying to raise money for that uh, on Keto.org. And uh, so we, we're doing small, small things. Uh, so I want to pursue that with her because she, I love doing a lot of uh, charity work, even as a surgeon. And I've been uh-huh. doing that consistently for donkey's years, uh-huh. uh, so, but I want to do something apart from surgery also. And I like to travel and uh, do stuff uh, also. So i had come to Belgaum. In fact, i had come to JNMC. I was invited by our department of surgery in JNMC by the HOD, Dr. Gopte. And I even operated a case in JNMC and they said that's that awesome. they, would, they want me to come there as an honorary surgeon uh, uh-huh. once in a while to teach them stuff, new stuff and whatever they are not doing. So I'm hoping that after co- the coronavirus, you can is go out, ahead. I will go back there and try and give back something to JNMC. Um, that's one one of the things on the radar. And the other thing is I want to stop operating hopefully in five years. If you're asking me that. Uh, I want. Why to was will- that? I want to travel. I want to just go somewhere. I want to do some things. I like adventure sports. I, I want to do a lot of things. Yeah. So many things I want to do. Uh, and I don't think uh, it's possible to, Being a it, to be a surgeon full-time and- surgeon. So once Anushka is uh, settled, um, both me and Reshma want to head out in our own respective directions.
0: Um, you know, what I see from you um, you know, I always knew as you as this naughty kind of guy who is always fun to be around with. Um, but, you know, speaking to you, I kind of see someone who has this immense drive, I will, the amount I of drive more, that you have shown. Yeah, yeah. Going and carving your own path, uh, going to surgery and, and then robotics and laparoscopic and, 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 and reaching all those heights. Uh, that's amazing.
1: You know, I don't know about the heights, but when I, when I decide to do something, I just end up doing it and I just want to do it, you know, because I want to do it and I, I get pretty stuck on it, you know, and yeah. I have to finish, finish this task and otherwise, uh, you know, I won't give up easily. Yeah, I, won't, yeah, I see that. Up. I
0: see that kind of, of all the qualities of successful people, grit is the biggest thing,
1: uh, you know, and I, I think so. Patience, patience and grit. Because and grit if you do you know, not giving you can't up. Hold on to your grit. Yeah. And that was one of the things which my dad taught me, you know, or he told me, I was a very short-tempered guy and uh-huh. I should start throwing instruments when I had, you know, when I was a resident doctor in surgery. Really? Yeah. yeah. If, if so no do lack not, of, work. no
0: lack of self-confidence there.
1: Okay. No, 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 not at all, not at all. And I've, I, honestly, one more thing which I forgot to tell you and mention to you was that I learned from my own mistakes, which yeah. you don't want to, which you seldom want to, you know, you want to learn from other people's mistakes, in, in, yeah. especially in a branch like surgery. Yeah. A couple of years back, I had a mishap uh, in surgery on table um, because of uh, one of my assistants and we lost the patient uh, on table, yeah. you know, and... It was not by me in, in my hands, but because but I was
0: you're responsible. So
1: yeah. I was responsible. It was my yeah. patient, you know. Yeah. And it was a teaching institute. So that, that rattled me so much. Uh, I can never forget it. I, I still can't sleep because of that.
0: Man, that you know? kind of vulnerability I wish all of us had you know, to accept a mistake on record, like right yeah. now I'm recording you and say that, Hey, I made a mistake and I'm learning from it. And you know, thanks yeah. a lot for being an example like that. You know, I think yeah. we all need that kind of vulnerability.
1: Because if you don't get rattled by that, then you don't deserve to be one. Uh, you don't deserve to be a doctor and you don't deserve to treat somebody for his life. Yeah. Uh, that's what uh, I think.
0: No, I mean, that is, uh, that is very true. Um, you know, I, I kind of constantly think of all the mistakes I have made, and I have made many. Um, and and I, wa- I wish Yo. I can be as vulnerable and forthcoming as as you. And I hope I will. I'll keep working on it.
1: Um, you know, we are the only field across all professions who deal with human life directly. You know.
0: Yeah, you can see the consequences directly. You know, yeah. in in front of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Um, you know, I um, I really immensely enjoyed speaking to you. <laughs> you know, Thanks, this was this was great. This I was is...
1: just wondering one more thing before we close down: who's going to do your podcast? You know, <laughs> it'll I'm come like,
0: through. You know, I, yeah. I was telling someone that I I give parts of myself in every podcast, so I have almost a hundred opportunities to
1: kind of reveal myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's just for the fact that you know, I did only one year, one academic year on JMC but otherwise I would have uh, stuck my head out and said that I will, I will do a podcast for you, but I wasn't there for the rest <laughs> of it. So, you know, I'm sure. Hey, I'm sure. I'm sure
0: it will be there. I'm sure it will be there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes, boss, thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Raghu. thank you uh, so we, much. And it was great.
0: So it was uh, really quick. Um, I didn't know how time flew by while interviewing Jai Um, but I also had a couple of funny incidences which I thought I should add to this podcast, um, which I recommend.
1: Yeah. You know, I went to Raipur. Uh-huh. I was invited to give a talk there. Uh-huh. And Raipur and Bilai are twin cities. And guess who lives in Bilai? Sanjeev Shukla. Oh wow! And Sanjeev Shukla comes there and comes and meets me because I I uh-huh. committed the sin of telling him that I'm coming there. And he he comes in a car, he picks me up and like, I'm like okay like so he said like, I told him I have a lecture. Uh-huh. So after I give the lecture, then we can hang out. And like okay lecture, but a lot of yeah. So that one peg became five.
0: And then you went drunk.
1: And then I was totally, uh you know, zoned out. But I still held my own and I was talking. And you won't believe what Shukla did. So he uh-huh. was sitting in the first fucking row of a, a doctors association meeting.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And telling the uh, office bearers of the society that guy is telling him that dude your friend is talking at least let him talk and this guy is so loud i had to tell him that shukla can you fucking stop let me talk first and i like what the fuck did i do why the hell did i call him man after that nobody ever called me from raipur you know that
0: I wasn't sure I should include the next part coming in. (laughs) But sorry, buddy.
1: Yeah, I think one of them was with due apologies to Dipali Pasravali, who was my table mate. Uh uh, Keep going, yeah. Obviously, like the first MBBS thing. And I was uh, very enthusiastic and I offered and asked her out for a movie. Uh This was Khiladi uh, Akshay Kumar first movie i believe was released Uh i forget the name of the theater and we decided on a saturday afternoon or to go for the movie and i don't know whether it was afternoon or evening or whatever she went for a three to six show and i went for a six to nine show (laughs) how that happened is still mysterious Uh Uh, i don't know whether she saw the movie or not i believe she did not because she was put off that this guy stood me up I went for the six to nine and I was put off that she stood me up but I still went and watched the movie shamelessly thinking that I you know I <laughs> uh, pocket money syndicate bank in 800 rupees <laughs> so se, se I was like might as well go and watch the movie so I went and watched the movie <laughs> and come Monday I wanted to look serious and pissed off and address Dipali on why she stood me up yeah. And there, when I reach the table, I find that Dipali is pissed off and she's not talking to me. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> like, "What the hell is going on?" The next thing I know is that she's saying that we decided three to six. That, that was also after two days of silence. That we decided just three to six, and you came, you didn't come. I'm like, "No, we decided six to nine and I reached for the six to nine show, and I even watched the show. <laughs> so that was that was really funny, and I I, I don't know if she would remember this thing. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah there was there was the only movie i saw alone this was again from one of the podcasts that i remembered you know which i heard sukhada, I think sukhada sukhada, went to the, movie. To the <laughs> I went for a movie and she was looking for her friends similarly i was also looking for dipali and uh-huh. never found her <laughs> <And> <laughs> after that after that i remembered in my residency days whenever i used to ask a girl for a movie i used to make sure that i take her along with me on the bike or in the car with Uh me so that there is no misunderstanding (laughs) of the timing of the show (laughs) So that was a lesson learned thanks to the that was
0: that was awesome (laughs) oh man